the 190th QuackCast, brought to you by Pussware LLC, where you can find my growing multimedia empire over at edgydoc.com. This QuackCast, a continuing review of supplements, complementary, and alternative medicine, i.e. scams, is called Chiropractors, Blind Pigs, and Acorns. When people are at the end of their life, they like to pass on their life lessons. One thing I have never had a patient say is, Doc, I sure wish I had spent more time at work. I try and keep that in mind, but there are those work commitments that are hard to avoid. I need to have a talk with Drs. Gorski and Novella. No one should ever have to write a blog or do a podcast any week their team is in the playoffs. The Portland Trailblazers were not meant to win more than 25 games, much less be the fifth seed in the West with a chance to make the conference finals. I know, Trailblazer fans are not always grounded in reality. But we are up on the Clippers 3-2 and heading home to close out the series tonight. For the record, I wrote the preceding sentence during the Game 5 tip-off. I really should not have to do any work this week. Basketball is simply more important. Take this case report anywhere else. Case reports are a tradition in medicine. Usually they are unique or unusual cases. Diseases you are likely to see but once in a career, if that. There are all sorts of medical curiosities that need to be reported. I have a blog over at Medscape devoted to infectious disease case reports. Some case reports, however, inspire eye rolls and snickers. Why were these even reported? Take... Cellulitis of the knee in a 16-month-old boy, a case report. Somehow, it is worth killing a tree to discuss a child with cellulitis, a common disease, in a chiropractic journal. Quote, a diagnosis of cellulitis was rendered based on presentation of the rapidly spreading erythema and radiographically confirmed findings. Sorry, anyone who knows anything about cellulitis would not get an x-ray to confirm a diagnosis of cellulitis. I'll take water is wet, fire is hot for 500, Alex. Quote, this case demonstrated that for this young patient with cellulitis of the knee, timely recognition and referral together with patient or parent education and immediate treatment was essential for a successful outcome. Really, my God, who would have thought that using proper medical care for the treatment of an acute infection? For chiropractic, this most mundane of medical cases is considered worthy of publication. It shows that chiropractors have either zero experience of cellulitis or no publishing standards. Hmm. Not that the two are mutually exclusive. You learn early in medicine that patients never read the textbook. Actual disease presentation is often very different from the typical case you learn about in lectures and books. Angina, for example, is classically heavy substernal chest pain radiating to the neck and down the left arm brought on by exertion. Angina, by the way, means neck pain in Latin. I once had a patient who had exertional left wrist pain as the only manifestation of angina, quite the language anatomy disconnect. Every real doctor knows the presentation of angina and of all diseases is as often atypical as typical. It is part of what makes medicine difficult. Except for presentation of coronary artery disease in a chiropractic clinic. A report of two cases by Captain Obvious. Quote, 
Patients may present for chiropractic care with what appears to be a musculoskeletal chest pain when the pain may be generating from coronary artery disease, necessitating medical and possibly emergency care. It does make one worry how many coronary artery patients have been missed if chiropractors need to be reminded of information learned in the fourth year of medical school. Unfortunately, chiropractors are four years of medical school and residency short of a medical training, which is why they do need to be reminded to consider imaging for patients with unexplained focal neurologic symptoms. Quote, Examination showed slow gait with lack of arm swing, bilateral hip flexors, and knee extensors were all graded 4 out of 5 on muscle testing. And cranial nerve examination was unremarkable with the exception of two beats of nystagmus of the left lateral eye movement. Because of these findings, in a family history of multiple sclerosis, the patient was referred to a brain magnetic resonance imaging scan which showed a craniocervical junction mass centered at the floor of the fourth ventricle with obstruction of foramina and mark impingement on the medulla. It is the purpose of medical case reports to make other clinicians aware of unusual manifestations of diseases, or in the case of chiropractic case reports, remind the oblivious chiropractor of the medically obvious. Or the patient who has a, quote, crunch-like sound and the sudden onset of 7 out of 10 neck pain. Crunching sounds from bone should make one cautious. Crunching would be an impressive presentation of a subluxation. Let's try, quote, axial compression of 2 to 3 pounds of pressure did not contribute to or alleviate his symptoms. Cervical traction was painful. They were mucking about on a crunchy neck with no diagnosis. It gives me the willies. Nothing bad happened to the patient, which is lucky since the patient had a burst fracture of C4 from myeloma without the typical findings. They conclude, quote, This case should serve as a reminder that in some circumstances, orthopedic tests may be of limited clinical value. Practitioners need to be diligent in their clinical assessments of patients and be aware of the subtle signs of disease processes. Which you have to admit is very difficult when you have no real training in medicine. Or, quote, a tall, thin, 25-year-old male anxiously presented to a chiropractic clinic with six days of sudden, unexplained left thoracic pain. His breathing was labored and his dry cough aggravating. Is it worth presenting a classic case of spontaneous pneumothorax to chiropractors? I suppose so. I suppose they are so short on real medical knowledge that anything would help them. And now for the kickers. One case report was published only because it supports the contention that chiropractors do not cause stroke, but they sure can recognize it. As providers who allege they are expert in the nervous system, one would think they would recognize a stroke in progress. I guess not, since it was worth publishing vertebral artery dissection and evolution found during chiropractic examination. Or to be wary of metastatic breast cancer. Quote, the aim of this case is to heighten awareness of the presentation of metastases to the brain and the spine in a chiropractic patient. What an insight. Cancer metastases can show up late. Who knew? I mean, besides everybody with an M-D-D-O-N-P-R-N, but evidently not D-C, after their name. Not all case reports are diagnostic triumphs worthy of a medical student on their first clinical rotation. One chiropractor sat on a case of acute appendicitis for two weeks. The patient was 
quote, treated with soft tissue therapy and was eventually diagnosed with phlegmonous appendicitis. After a failed trial of conservative care, he required emergency hemicolectomy due to massive inflammation that encased and adhered the ruptured appendix and ileum to the abdominal wall. Diagnosing an acute appendix can be difficult for trained physicians, much less chiropractors with zero experience because, quote, physical tests taught in chiropractic curriculum may be antiquated. As such, it is pertinent that chiropractors co-manage patients who present with complaints that may be visceral in origin. Co-manage? Why on earth would you need a chiropractor for an abdominal complaint of any origin? A chiropractor would add nothing. The correct phrase should be, it is pertinent that chiropractors have no business managing patient who present with complaints that may be visceral in origin. These reports never seem to mention specifically whether spinal manipulation was done. It makes me wonder if manipulation was not done or not reported due to profound embarrassment. Now these are all interesting cases. If you were teaching fourth year medical students with zero clinical experience, But these cases are directed towards practicing chiropractors to make them aware of diseases that would be bread and butter for real medicine. The editors of these journals felt that these papers would be of value to their readers. Maybe they should start with I Am Joe's Body for supplemental information. It might be age and education appropriate for those that found these case reports valuable. And remember... In some places, chiropractors are agitating to be primary care providers. These case reports confirm chiropractors' understanding of basic medicine is every bit as lacking as you would expect from their education and training. Just what you want for a PCP, at least in Oregon. Over the years, I have had casual conversations with chiropractors as patients or at social events, situations where I try to be less snarky. It is not uncommon for them to mention the one medical case they diagnosed, demonstrating their medical competence. Color me unimpressed. I mean, even a blind chiropractor gets a diagnosis once in a while. By the way, I had a patient years ago who was literally a blind chiropractor. He assured me he could still read the spine x-rays, that he could sense the energy signature of the subluxation. That's a true story and one of the few times in my life I was actually speechless. And that ends the 190th QuackCast. Go to edgydoc.com for links to my growing multimedia empire and science-based medicine for the references. Thanks for listening. Bye.